0: Welcome to another episode of Girl Speaks Truth, and today we're talking deal breakers, but deal breakers for guys, so things that you don't need to be doing as a woman. I know, what the fuck, we've already talked about ways to meet guys, and how it's hard enough to do that, and then all the caution and horror stories that could happen on an online date, Um, you know, you're already worried about how you're going to meet these fuckers to begin with. First of all, girl... You need to chill the fuck out. If you're the type of person who has a panic attack when their grilled cheese comes back with feta, ew, rather than goat cheese, then you need to start this podcast over at the beginning and relax. Anyways, I'm going to go ahead and fill you bitches in on some deal breakers that the man that you haven't even met yet might possibly have. Let's rock it doesn't matter. Okay. Okay, So we were talking about the deal breakers for guys and what to not ever do when going on a date. And some of these just in public in general, number one, never wear socks with sandals out in public or at any point in time in your life. Number two, don't ever start a conversation off with, Oh my God, Miley Cyrus is my idol not a good one for a guy. You never want to be overly like obviously way into any kind of sport because the guy is going to think you're a lesbian and you definitely don't want to smell like garlic or have eaten garlic probably days before the date. You also don't want to act like a bougie princess and, you know, ask for extras on everything and demand sugar-free this, sugar-free that. Nobody likes that. He doesn't want to be your prince. They don't exist. Next, um, a deal breaker for a guy would be if you started burping the alphabet or told him that you could if you really tried. Another deal breaker would be to wear any kind of shirt that says baby on board. It's probably not going to be too into that. Another thing to stay away from is to be way too overly descriptive about an embarrassing situation from your past, i.e. he doesn't need to know that you had the meat farts after your last steak meal. It's not something to reveal on a first or second date. You also want to refrain from singing any of the following songs if you go to karaoke, Baby Got Back, the, tit- the Titanic theme song, and Sexual Healing by Martin Gaye deal breaker for a guy would also be if you confess to him that Taylor Swift just really gets you and she's your soul sister. He doesn't care and that's disturbing. And finally, should be a no-brainer, but some of you out there, I don't know, just don't flirt with other guys during the date or talk solely about an ex. That's never cool. Now, here's for a juicy, really disturbing tidbit that I got in, that I got from a call in the other day, um, and I wanted to address the question this person had because it kind of um, has to do with deal breakers, or at least it should be. So basically, she told me that during a two-week vacation for her cousin's wedding overseas, she met this really cute guy who kind of caught her interest, piqued her interest. She, you know, never really even listened to him speak. She just was infatuated with his overall aesthetic and appearance and how he physically looked. Um, so according to her, um, his mouth was moving, but all she could picture was him naked in her hotel room. The drinking age was like 18-ish, she said. So I, so I guess they were young. Um, so they're talking there. They're sitting there talking back and forth, back and forth. And then her aunt comes over who is super cool. And she's like, Oh, good. I'm glad you guys met. You know, your second cousins, right? And walks off. At that point, this siren should have been going off in this person's head. And they're thinking something along the lines of what the actual fuck. My guess is it kind of killed the vibe or mood, whatever that was in the place. And that was that. Or was it? Apparently, after she got home, back to America, he then Facebook friended her and started her cha- chatting her ass up online. A little bit more subtle topics and types of convo, but still somewhat flirty. So your question for me is, are you, or are you disgusting for keeping this charade up due to the fact that you share the same DNA in a sense? How many cousins apart do you need to be to be able to fuck each other? I didn't, I'm not saying that she said that, that's actually my very blunt interpretation of her question, but she's basically asking, she was asking for help about her hot relative. What the fuck does she do? My response to this miss fucking her cousin person is the following. I'm going to ignore all the cute little email banter um, where you didn't have... The actual question didn't ask me the actual question, um, of if you should or should not have sex with your second cousin. I'm just gonna go ahead and assume that you're batshit crazy, which you'd have to be if you were seriously considering the idea of fucking your own cousin. We're not talking like fourth or fifth, sixth, six whatever cousins here. Whatever I think, everyone is someone's cousin at this point. We're talking direct bloodline cousins. Second cousins are pretty easy to understand. They are without a doubt the children of your parents first cousin cousin that's fucking creepy plus apparently according to your story this guy lives overseas so are you telling me that you are so desperate that you would to date anyone that you would get into a relationship in a long distance relationship that would most likely produce retarded children if you ever were to reproduce that their mommy and daddy were in such deep love that they have the same great-great-grandparents? That's so, so gross. (laughs) Gross. Gives me goosebumps. My answer to your dilemma is simply this. No. Absolutely. Fuck. No. It's okay to think your second cousin is hot. Even your first. But stay away from their penises and vaginas. Let's throw aside the creepy aspect of blood relatives. I'm thinking more along the lines of like future family events. Do you want every Christmas, Thanksgiving, funeral, birthday, whatever holiday event to be awkward as fuck when the two of you stop fucking around? The creepiness factor partnered with discussing your ancestry tree is going to get old eventually. This isn't the fucking television show Game of Thrones. If you're seriously this desperate to meet dudes, we'll get a new hobby. Go to the mall. Go on a sabbatical. I don't care. Don't go to your goddamn family reunion to find one. That's all I'm saying. Seriously, have some standards. Love yourself, bitch. So basically, overall, we've talked today about feeling good about yourself and, um, you know, just how to feel confident on a date that you're not going to have any deal breakers for this guy that's going to make him run for the hills, okay? So keep it up. Work it, work it, work it. And, um... Yeah. See you next time, bitches. Oh, thank you. So, real quick, just take home points to reiterate, okay? This episode, we covered the following. You want to keep them in mind as you continue to embark on your long and arduous journey of dating that can be both fun and seriously mentally detrimental. Point one, you're cool when you go out to meet a guy potential match. Um, he's never to be the only reason that you leave your house to go try to meet, find him. Um, the main reason should be to have fun with people that you're going out with, which should be your friends, and never look like a trying-a-fug. 2 newsflash, it's a lot easier to meet a dude if you're not blackout drunk. Try to stick to a two to three drink minimum without losing your iPhone, your wallet, your dignity, and try to meet guys doing something somewhat sober. Give it a try. Also, give online dating a try. It gives you the chance to meet a shitload of people you wouldn't probably meet in real life, and you never know when you could meet the love of your life or your next worst enemy. Your probability increases with the amount of men that you're meeting, and if your math skills are on par, um, you... They they have to be your your the stakes are going up for or the stakes are your chances are going up the stakes aren't going up because that would be bad I think if the stakes are too high your chances are going up to meet someone math anyone, um next take home point, know your platforms your dating platforms and what you're getting yourself into before dating online, listen to the previous episode a couple episodes ago for a ref- refresher if that's needed, not all dating platforms were created equal FYI. Next point, creating your dating profile is kind of an art form. You need to look and sound like you don't give a shit when you actually have strategically created the perfect profile. Again, resort back to previous episodes for more details. And that's all I got for you, bitches. Stay tuned for the next episode, which is going to be all about hookups versus fuckups. Toodles.